God is good. I said, God is good. Can you say amen? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So good to be in the house of the Lord. Feel what we're feeling tonight. And I have never felt any more in the will of God in my life than what I feel right now. Amen. Amen. And I had a, had a message that I had studied. Um, so anxious to preach. Told Brother Moore I had all my study notes and the Holy Ghost just spoke to me and said, put it in the back of the book. Amen. We fixing to hear this one together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. God's good. I mean, to really come to have a little church tonight. Thank you, Lord. Brother, you're on target with your burden tonight. We got a task at hand. Amen. God is challenging the church, the bride of Christ, in this hour that we're living in. Amen. Uh, revival is not a luxury. It's going to be a necessity. Amen. Amen. How many is going to help me have church? I appreciate everything that's been done so far. Amen. I love the anointed singing. But can I tell you, strongholds don't come down by singing. Amen. Strongholds don't come down by personalities. Amen. Strongholds are going to come down. Amen. By the preached word of God and by the anointing of God. Hallelujah. Amen. If there's ever been an hour that we need to press through and tear down the strongholds of Satan, it's in this hour we're living in today. Amen. I'm excited about being here, and I appreciate the kind words that's been said. And brother, I do feel at home. Amen. I love the folks of Bendale, and I sure love the pastor and family of Bendale, and I, I do feel at home tonight. Amen. And uh, I'm not ashamed to be associated with God's children. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. If you take the tuck head over who you are, amen, there's something wrong with you. Amen. Fix it. Fix it. Praise God. Amen. God is so good to us. And I'm telling you, if there was no heaven and there was no hell, I'd still want to live like I'm living. Hallelujah. I've tried both ways. There was a time that I was wrapped up in the things of the world, and now I'm wrapped up and tied up and tangled up in Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody asked me this week, said, where are you preaching? I said, I'm on the mission field. They said, I didn't realize that. I said, yeah, I said, mission field America. Amen. We, we send thousands and millions of dollars overseas. And brother, our jails are bursting at the seams. Amen. Every little town, every little town, crack cocaine, drugs, has devastated. There's not a family anywhere that it hadn't touched. Mission Field America. What's the church going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? Amen. I feel like God spoke to our heart tonight. All I have is a scripture. Amen. In the book of Genesis chapter 24. Hallelujah. In the book of Genesis chapter 24. How I many is going to help me preach for a few minutes tonight? Hallelujah. 
I won't, I won't hold you long. I know that's famous words. But I'm just telling you, I'm going to just deliver what God wants me to deliver to this church. Amen. We want to encourage and strengthen. Hallelujah. Chapter 24, the book of Genesis. And Abraham was old and well stricken in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. And Abraham said unto his eldest servant of his house that ruled over all that he had, I want you to listen carefully to this. Put, I pray thee, thy hand under my thigh, and I will make thee swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of the earth, that thou shalt not take a wife. Everybody say a wife. Thou shalt not take a wife unto my son of the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I dwell. But thou shalt go unto my country and to my kindred and take a wife. Everybody say a wife. Unto my son Isaac. And the servant said unto him, Peradventure the woman will not be willing to follow me unto this land. Must I needs bring thy son again unto the land from which thou camest? And Abraham said unto him, Beware that thou bring not my son thither again. The Lord God of heaven, which took me from my father's house, from the land of my kindred, which spake unto me, and that swear unto me, saying, Unto thy seed will I give this land. He shall send his angel before thee. Thou shalt take a wife unto my son from thence. And if the woman, I want you to listen carefully. And if the woman, everybody say the woman, or the bride, or the bride, will not be willing to follow thee, then thou shalt be clear from this thy oath, my oath. Only bring not my son thither again. The servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham, his master, and swear to him concerning this matter. The servant took ten camels of the camels of his master and departed, for all the goods of his master were in his hands. And he arose and went to Mesopotamia unto the city of Nahor. And he made his camels to kneel down without the city by a well of water at the time of the evening, even the time that the women go out to draw water. And he said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, I pray thee, send me good speed this day. Show kindness unto my master Abraham. Behold, I stand here by the well of water, and the daughters of the men of the city come out to draw water. Let it come to pass that the damsel to whom I shall say, Let down thy pitcher, I pray thee, that I may drink. And she shall say, Drink, and I will give thy camels drink also. Let the same be she that thou hast appointed for the servant Isaac. Thereby shall I know that thou hast showed kindness unto my master. It came to pass before he had done speaking, that behold, Rebekah, everybody say Rebekah. Rebekah came out, who was born to Bethuel, son of Melchah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, with her pitcher upon her shoulder. And the damsel was very fair to look upon, a virgin. Neither had any man known her. She went down to the well and filled her pitcher and came up. And the servant ran to meet her, 
and said, Let me, I pray thee, drink a little water of thy pitcher. She said, Drink, my Lord. She haste, let down her pitcher upon her hand, and gave him drink. And when she had done giving him drink, she said, I will draw water for the camels also until they have done drinking. And she hasted and emptied her pitcher into the trough and ran again unto the well to draw water and drew for all of his camels. And the man wandering at her held his peace to wit whether the Lord had made his journey prosperous or no, not. And it came to pass as the camels had done drinking that the man took a golden earring of half a shekel weight two bracelets for her hand, ten shekels weight of gold, and said, Whose daughter art thou? Tell me, I pray thee. Is there room in thy father's house for us to lodge in? And she said unto him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Milcah, which she, she bare unto Nahor, Nahor. She said, Moreover unto him, We have both straw and provender enough, and room to lodge in. The man bowed down his head and worshiped the Lord. Going to verse 61. And Rebekah arose and her damsels, and they rode upon the camels and followed the man, the servant. Everybody say the servant. And the servant took Rebekah and went his way. And as it came from the way of the well, Lehoroi, for he dwelt in the south country. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field at the evening tide, and he lifted up his eyes and saw, and behold, the camels were coming, and Rebekah lifted up her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she lighted off the camel, for she had said unto the servant, What man is this that walketh in the field to meet us? And the servant had said, It is my master. Therefore she took a veil, covered herself, and the servant told Isaac all things that he had done. And Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent, and took Rebekah, she became his wife, and he loved her. And Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. death. Could I get the church to lift their hands and voice in prayer? Brother, would you ask God's anointing on this word? We humble ourselves before you tonight. The power of your love, your grace, and spirit. As your anointing moves upon Brother McCain tonight, use him as a vessel and a tool of yours. Open our hearts of understanding. Open our ears to hear what the word is to say to us tonight. We would receive it. It would change us in this hour. It would change us in this day. Become vessels and tools of yours like never before as we give you the honor, the glory, and the praise for all things. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. Give the Lord a real good hand clap of praise. Well, come on now. This is for Jesus. Hallelujah. I feel an excitement in the air. Hallelujah. There's no telling what God's going to do in this house. Amen. There's no telling what kind of deliverance is going to take place in this house. Hallelujah. You can leave here full of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Walking on a highway of holiness. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God.
Amen. Let's lift our hands one more time unto the Lord. Mighty God of heaven, we invite your presence, Lord. Come down, walk these aisles, speak to the hearts and the minds of men. God, I believe it. God, anoint every ear to hear, every heart to receive. God, anoint our minds to think on that which is holy and godly and acceptable in your sight. God, anoint our lips with the coals from the fire of the altar. God, I claim victory over every spirit of hell that would hinder. God, you do it in Jesus' name. The church shouted, Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We can never praise him enough. I say we can never praise him enough. Hallelujah. God inhabits the what? God inhabits the praises of his people. Amen. You may be seated. I feel like that God has spoke this scripture to our heart. Um, I pulled over on the side of the road today and I began to read this scripture. I went to a, a wedding Friday night and, and the Lord began to talk to my heart about some things there. I want to preach to us for just a few minutes tonight. I, I really don't even have a title. I'm just going to title it, Who Will Recognize the Bride? Amen. Who Will Recognize the Bride? Amen. We find that uh, as I went to this wedding Friday night, it was so beautiful there and, and I looked across the congregation of the people and and the people were so nicely dressed it was it was nice looking people there amen there was probably people of every walk of life brother Moore but there was they were nice looking people and and then the wedding kind of started and and uh, they they had the attendance to the bride and uh, they started coming in and they were so beautiful these young ladies and these young men that started to come in amen but as I looked at them I I could tell that they was uh, they were nice looking they were dressed they were they were part of what was fixing to take place uh, amen but they were not the bride amen there was something that set that bride apart hallelujah amen and all of a sudden uh, amen I heard that wedding march uh, and everybody came to their feet uh, amen and, and this bride such a beautiful young lady uh, amen she stepped through the back doors of that church uh, Brother, they wasn't a question mark in anybody's mind. Amen. Who just walked through the doors of the church? Amen. They, they could recognize the bride. Amen. They could recognize that she wasn't just anybody else that was there. Can I tell you something? Amen. God is coming back after a bride. I said God is going to come back after a bride. Who's going to recognize that bride? We're not going to look like the world. We're not going to have church like the world. We're not going to dress like the world. We're not going to talk like the world. Somebody's got to recognize the bride. Oh, I feel churchy tonight. Run, devil, run. We're going to have a little church in the house tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. There was something about the way that she walked, brother. Amen. There was something about her countenance. Amen. So beautiful to look upon. Amen. There was something about the purity that that veil represented. Amen. Can I tell you something? God's not hard up for a bride. Amen. God's fixing to come back. I said God's fixing to come back. I'm asking you tonight if there's going to be revival. Somebody's got to recognize the bride. Amen. 
somebody's got to recognize, amen, that there is a church that still preaches one Lord, one faith, one baptism. There's a church that still preaches an Acts 2.38 message. It's still repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name. I said it's in the name. It's in the name. If the bride's got to take that name. Hallelujah. 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 Let me get to this text. I feel preachified tonight. Hallelujah. Abraham, let's back up way back. Abraham, 75 years old, and God speaks to him. He says, get up from where you're at. He said, I'm going to put you on a journey. I'm going to take you to a promised land. Amen. I'm going to take you to a place. Amen. That's going to be your inheritance one day. I'm going to take you to a place. Amen. It's going to be away from your kindred. Amen. It's going to be away from all of those. Amen. I'm going to bring you out of the land of Egypt. I'm going to take you to a promised land, Abraham. I want to just draw a little parallel tonight. If you'll allow me for just a few minutes. I don't believe I'm going to take the word of God out of context. But I want to preach a little parallel. Amen about Abraham. He was a type and a figure of God in this passage of scripture. And his son Isaac. He was a type and a figure of Christ in this passage and that servant that faithful servant of Abraham he was the preacher I said he was the preacher and Rebecca was the church or Rebecca was the bride amen and he sent the preacher he said I want you to go get my son a bride I want you to go and bring her out of the world you know take him back down there you bring him out of the world can I tell you something the bride will be willing to come out of the world hallelujah hallelujah Abraham, 75 years old, and God spoke to him. He said, get up and go. And Abraham got up and went. And 85 years old, God spoke to him again. He said, you're going to be the father of many nations. Amen. He said, God, I go childless. I don't have a child of my name. And God said, just hold to the promise. I've come to encourage somebody tonight. If you got a promise in God, hold to it. If you got a promise in God. I said stay put. Amen. Nothing just occurred to God. God knew it was going to be a hard road. God knew it was going to be a rough journey for Abraham. Hallelujah. God didn't wake up this morning anything occurred to him. God already knew the beginning from the ending. Hallelujah. Amen. As you begin to talk about those men that were incarcerated today. Brother, I've been there on both sides of the fence. I have been there. Hallelujah. Amen. I've been there and saw. I saw them when they walked out and left me there. Amen. And I could feel the feeling. Amen. Of desperation. I could feel that loneliness. Amen. As it seemed like it engulfed me. Amen. Can I I tell you something. Amen. Somebody reached out a hand. There was somebody that said, hey, amen, God loves you. Amen. Can I tell you who it was? I recognized the bride. I recognized somebody that was different than I was. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Abraham. Abraham, now 100 years old. 
And the scripture said Abraham about a hundred years old. Amen. But he still held fast to the promise of God. And we find, and I'm not going to preach on that much tonight. Amen. But we find that God, amen, by miraculous birth, amen, Isaac came into their life. Amen. It was by miraculous birth. Can I tell you something? Jesus Christ entered into the back door of his own world. It was by miraculous birth. I'm telling you, it was by virgin. I don't care what the world says about it I don't care what uh, denominal churches say about it it was a virgin I said it was a virgin amen that was overshadowed amen by the Holy Ghost amen he entered into the back door of his own world hallelujah St. John 1 and 1 said in the beginning, amen, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the same was in the beginning with God, hallelujah, and that 14th verse, and it said, and the Word was made flesh, and dwelt among men, and we beheld the glory of the only begotten of the Father, I thank God I know who he is, I thank God that I know who the name belongs to hallelujah hallelujah Amen. I began to look at that beautiful young bride as she walked down the aisle the other night. And I said, well, there's no stopping to it now. I said, they're fixing to get married. There ain't no stopping to it now. And the Holy Ghost spoke to me and said, oh yeah, it can be. If she's not willing to take his name. I said, if she's not willing amen, to take on the name. Can I tell you the Lord said, this book said, I'm coming back after a people that are called by my name God's looking for a bride I said God's looking for a bride who's gonna recognize that bride We can't lose our identity, church. Amen. I said there's some attributes of the bride. And we can't lose our identity. Amen. Acts 4 and 12. Amen. Says neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other. I said there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. It's either Jesus' name or it's hell. There's not but one bride. I said there's not but one bride. Hallelujah. 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 They holding that little old baby Isaac. Amen. They're holding that little old promised child. Amen. A miraculous birth. They're holding it. And finally, Abraham says, finally, finally, after all of the toil and all of the strife, amen, after all the persecution, I finally got this little boy in my hands. Little did he know, just a few years down the road, there was going to be a Mount Moriah experience. Amen. Little did he know that there was going to be a day that he had to offer up his son for a sacrifice. Amen. Little did he know that day. Amen. Did have to pull the dagger back uh, and hear the voice of the Lord uh, say now I know uh, can I tell you something God's not going to just take anything for a bride uh, but there's going to be some hills to climb uh, there's going to be some valleys to walk through uh, there's going to be some testing times uh, for the church uh, stay in the ship uh, I said stay on board the ship amen identify yourself hallelujah 
We have a task at hand. Mission Field America. Hallelujah. Somebody's got to recognize the bride. Amen. I ride up and down the highways. I put, I put on the average of around 3,000, sometimes 4,000 miles a week. Pounding a lot of bright blacktop. I see a lot of churches. But can I tell you something? They're not all part of the bride. Hear me tonight. Amen. I said they're not all part of the bride. In, in St. Matthew, the 24th chapter, I believe it is. He said they'd be hated of all nations for what? Tongue talking? No. <laughs> they'd be hated of all nations for their singing. Amen. Did he say they'd be hated of all nations for their holiness? Amen. Did he say they'd be hated of all nations? Amen. Because of their preaching? No. I'm telling you why. They, they part of the bride. Amen. They said they'd be hated of all nations. Amen. Because of his name's sake. Amen. There's something about that name. I said there's something about that name. Amen. If you're going to be part of the bride. Amen. You got to take the name. If you're going to be part of the bride somewhere you got to be baptized in that lovely name of Jesus hallelujah hallelujah praise God that little old sister McCain can I tell you something she was born a Jenkins God delivered her hallelujah but I'm just telling you something Amen. we started out with nothing and still got most of it brother but by her taking my name, she's an heir to everything I got. Amen. She became my bride. I'm just telling you, there's a lot of shack-ups, but you ain't an heir to nothing. Amen. Unless you take on that name. Amen. Can I tell you, she can take that checkbook and she can go up there and she can sign it. Amen. Because she's an heir to everything that's in there. Amen. She was willing to take on the name. And let me tell you something else while I'm preaching on it a little bit. Amen. I didn't want her to marry me out of fear. Amen. I wanted her to marry me because she loved me. Amen. Can I tell you what God's looking for? God's not looking for a bride that's serving him out of fear. Amen. God's looking for a bride, brother. Amen that'll love him. God's looking for a bride. Amen that'll worship him. God's looking for a bride that will adore him. Who's going to recognize the bride? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Abraham passed that test on Mount Moriah. And now some years later, I don't know, some say that Isaac was 40 years old. Some say he was 30 years old. I don't know, but he was old enough for a wife. Hallelujah. And Abraham, in this passage, a type, type of the Lord. And he sent his preacher, his devoted preacher. Amen. Can I tell you something? God chose. God still got the choice in this thing. God chose by the foolishness of preaching. Amen. For going forth, sending servants forth to bring a bride to his son. Hallelujah. Not foolish preaching. It said by the foolishness of preaching. It was God's choice. I'm telling you, there's a lot of people today that's tired of God's choice. 
Amen. They don't want preaching. Amen. They want to do it their way. Amen. But that old servant knew. That servant knew what kind of bride that he was looking for. Hallelujah. And there that servant took an oath unto him. And brother, it was heartfelt, just like what you was feeling tonight. Amen. Can I tell you something? Hirelings don't feel that. Amen. Hirelings don't feel that burden. Amen. That they'll cry over a soul that's going to hell. Amen. A hireling's going to flee. Amen. At the first sign of trouble. Amen. Whenever the bear comes or the line comes or the wolf rages. Amen. The hireling will flee. Amen. But the true shepherd of God. Amen. The true servant of God is going to stand firm. Amen. It's going to fight the forces of hell because he's going to prepare a bride for Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that servant he said I will go I will go, but per adventure, she don't come. Preachers and their wives die early because of the burden of trying to reach the lost. Because of the burden that sometimes they carry all by themselves. Mission Field America. Amen. But we need to realize, brother. That if she don't come, amen, he said, if she don't come, you're released of this oath. When you've done your best, when you've obeyed, obeyed God, when you've done your best, and they don't come, I'm telling this church tonight, don't beat yourself up. Amen. You have church. Amen. You prepare yourself as the bride of Christ. Brother, everybody's not going to have it. I know the scripture said it's for whosoever will may come and drink of this water of life freely. Amen. But the fact is, some is not going to come. Amen. He said, just peradventure she don't come. He said, then do you want me to take your son back down there? Amen. To Mesopotamia? He said, no. He said, I want you to know something. If she don't come, I don't want you to take him back down there. Can I tell you what God's saying? If the bride don't come out of the world he is not going back to Calvary if the bride won't come out of the world he is not going to the world to get a bride I'm telling somebody amen we got to recognize the bride hallelujah it's up to the bride it's up to the bride to come it's up to the bride to be willing to say yes hallelujah he said no he said, don't you take him a wife for these Canaanites. I'm telling you, we're living in the world, but we're not part of it. Amen. Amen. If you're a young person in this church, amen, you go and look in them prayer rooms and find you somebody that's praying. Amen. I don't care if they're so ugly, their nose is on the side of their face. Amen. If they know how to pray in the Holy Ghost, they'll make you a companion that you can live with. Amen. They'll make you somebody that'll help you live for God. Amen. It's not all in looks. Hallelujah. Amen. It's, oh, you need to hear me tonight. I'm telling you something. Don't you go to the world. Amen. I'm not sending him down to the world. Abraham said, no, no, you can't take him. You can't take him back down there. Hallelujah. She's not willing to come out. 
you're released of your oath. Hallelujah. Can I tell you, God is still telling us tonight. Amen. Come out from among the world and be ye a separate people, thus saith the Lord. If they're not willing to come out when you have done your best. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. We preach. The reason they call these pulpits, very simple, but it means a preacher pulling from the pits of sin. Pulling, calling for a bride. Will you come? Will you come? All things are now ready. Will you come? And now we find that this servant, this faithful preacher, he begins a journey that history says is approximately 500 miles long. Ten camels laden down. I don't know how long it took him. Can I tell you something? Dig your heels in. Amen. Do everything you can. Amen. To pull them out of the world. Do everything you can to say, come, come. Amen. The master has all things ready. Come. Amen. Somebody's got to recognize the bride. Hallelujah. And there he arrives at this well. He could have went ahead to the well. He could have watered his own camels. He was very capable as a servant. Hallelujah. But he bedded these camels. He laid them down by this well at the time of the day that the women came to draw water. And now he begins to pray, and I want you to hear how he prays. Lord God of my master, Abraham. Amen. Preachers are not building kingdoms for themselves. Amen. But we're working for our master. We're working for the kingdom of God. Amen. It's Mission Field America. Amen. There's got to be a bride come out of this world. Hallelujah. Lord God of my master Abraham, bid me good speed this day. Let the damsel that comes and offers me when I ask for a drink of water, that she'll also offer to water my camels. Amen. And here she come. And the bride of Christ, the bride of Isaac. Amen. Very fair to look upon. Very beautiful. Hallelujah. Brother, I don't believe that the apostolic church has to look like the tacky jacky. Amen. Amen. There is nothing any more beautiful to me than the epitome of holiness. Amen. A woman dressing like a woman, walking like a woman, talking like a woman. Amen. Our men looking like men, dressing like men. Amen. Somebody has got to recognize the bride. Hallelujah. And there as he, as he watches her come and she passes by, never lifting her head to look at him, she goes to that well of water. And there she draws from that well and puts that pitcher on her shoulder and she begins her journey back to home. And there he stops her and says, Could I have a drink of that water? More than willing, more than willing. Amen, was the bride to share what she had with a stranger.
can I tell you what's going to bring revival? It's going to take it outside of this church. Amen. It's going to take the bride of Christ outside of this church that's willing to share an altar with somebody, that's willing to share a burden with somebody, that's willing to tell them there's hope for your home, there's hope for your children, there's hope for your husband, there's hope for your marriage. Amen. Just bring it to the house of the Lord. Amen. There is hope in the house of the Lord. And there she let it down into her hands and she gave him drink. She said, I'll also, I'll also draw water for your camels. Hallelujah. I read in an encyclopedia where a camel holds approximately 30 gallons of water. 10 camels, 300 gallons of water. The scripture said she drew from the well and poured in the trough until they were done drinking. One of the greatest attributes of the bride, she's not lazy. Hallelujah. One of the greatest attributes of the bride, she's willing to go that extra mile. I believe with all of my heart that God was working on both ends. I believe with all of my heart that God had told Rebecca, hey, there's something better than what you're living in. Amen. There's something better than what you got. Can I tell you, you walk through the doors of this church tonight and the Holy Ghost spoke to me. That God spoke to you in the confines of your bedroom and told you there's something more than what you got. Amen. There's something better than what you got. Can I tell you what it is? Amen. Amen. It's this anointing of the Holy Ghost. It's this baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. To be part of the bride tonight, all you got to do, amen, is take on that lovely name. Amen of Jesus Christ. Let God fill you. Amen with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Come out from among the world. He is calling for a bride tonight. Hallelujah. Whosoever will may come and drink of this water of life freely. Amen. She was not lazy, brother. Amen. Uh, in Galatians, the fifth chapter and you hadn't even got to go there, but verse 22 and 23. They got the attributes of the bride there. Amen. Long suffering. Amen. Love and peace and charity and long suffering. Amen. And a peace that passes all understanding. Amen. Can I tell you something? The only way that some people are going to see God, they're going to look at the bride. And when God began to talk to me today, I said, God, let me have enough of you that somebody can see a little of you in me. Amen. Let me put my cane behind me. God, let me put self behind me. God, let me put my desires and my plans and my, and my thoughts and my dreams behind me. God, let me go forth and gather your son a bride. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mission Field, America. There's a task at hand. God's bringing a challenge to Bendale Church. Who's going to recognize the bride? Oh, we come into the house of the Lord and, 
and we sing our songs of Zion and I love it so much and I could feel such a tremendous anointing brother Ford I could I could feel that anointing when y'all were singing tonight and everybody in the house they could feel it but can I tell you we need to take that anointing past these four walls Amen. We need to take that anointing to the well. Amen. We need to take that anointing to the well. There's those that are starving. Amen. For just a drink of what you feel so freely tonight. Amen. There are those that are so hungry for a touch of God in their life. They're so hungry. Amen. For anointing that they could just lift their hands and they could feel that Shekinah glory as it comes down. And if they could just be delivered tonight, amen, if they could just be delivered from the bondage. Brother, all people that are bound are not in those cells tonight. But there's some bound by the things of this world. Amen. There's some bound by false doctrine. There's some bound by situations in life. Amen. The servant is saying, would you come? Would you come? And he asked after she had watered all the camels. He said, is there room in your house for me to lodge? She said, not only room for you, but we got room for all of your camels and enough to feed them with. I'm telling the bride of Christ shows hospitality. Amen. The bride of Christ they know how to entreat somebody with kindness. There's a world dying lost. There's a world in chaotic confusion tonight. Amen. There's a world that is bound by sin. And they're looking. They're looking. As I looked across that congregation the other night, they're looking. Amen. That, that congregation meant nothing to me. I was looking for the bride. I was waiting for the moment that that bride walked through the doors of that church. And let me preach just a minute about that bride. That young lady come to our church about two and a half, maybe three years ago. She came, Sister Becky, without mother, without father, without brother or sister. She came in as a young lady that was raised in a home of abuse. But she found a friend. She heard the call, would you come? She ran to an old-fashioned altar. God baptized her with the Holy Ghost and fire. And for the two and a half or three years, young ladies, that she's been there, I've never seen her anywhere but on the front seat of that church. Brother, she gleaned. She worshiped. Amen. She had all the attributes of the bride. No, her mother and dad was there for maybe 10 minutes of the wedding, and they walked out. But can I tell you something? The church gave her the most beautiful wedding that I've ever been to in my life. Amen. The church, the bride, hospitality. Amen. There wasn't nothing lacking. In the back, I've never seen a reception any better. Amen. There's some attributes of the bride. Hallelujah. There's some benefits of living for God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
God's not interested in where she come from. God's not interested in where you come from. God's not interested in what you've done or what you've been tangled up in. But God's saying, come. God's saying, come. All things are now ready. Amen. All things are now ready. I go to early morning prayer meeting. I was there this morning, 3.30 or 4 o'clock. And I've heard it over and over again. Amen. A little old game that we used to play when we were kids. Can I tell you something? This church is not a game. And I could hear it this morning just as plain as I could. I could hear the voice of somebody in here tonight. It was like a voice that was coming from the portals of glory. And it was saying, ready or not, here I come. Ready or not, here I come. Amen. God's not hard up for a bride, brother. Amen. We got to identify ourselves. Amen. As the bride of Christ. And there that servant, as he goes to their house, they come to the music. I'll give you a little hope. I'm fixing the clothes. That servant goes to the house and he presents his business to her. And I want you to see how he put it. He said, I'm here to get a bride for my master's son. But I want you to know that everything that belongs to my master, it also belongs to his son. For I and my father are one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For I and my father are one. Praise God. She said, I'll go. Can I tell you something that was in her hands? The servant had obeyed the voice of the master. The servant had got the anointing of God to send him God's speed. But it was still up to the bride to say, I'll come. Hallelujah. I'll come. She was going to a marriage supper of somebody that she's never seen. Can I tell you, I've never seen him face to face. But I have felt his love. Amen for me. When I was yet a sinner, Christ died for me. Hallelujah. When I was bound by the things of the world, he paid the ultimate price on Calvary and said, come, come, whosoever will, come. Drink of this water of life freely. And there she says, I'll, I'll come. She mounts on those camels. I'm sure the servant told her it's not going to be an easy ride. I've come to tell you tonight, it's not always going to be an easy ride. My daddy, we had horses from the time that I was big enough to, to, to look at the foot of one. Long before that country song come out, my daddy always told us, he said, boy, don't ever sell your saddle. He said, because life's a long, hard ride. I'm telling you something tonight. Even though you are the bride of Christ, there's going to be some hills to climb. There's going to be some valleys that we walk through. God that made this heart of man 
also knew that it could break in a million pieces. And if you hadn't known heartache, you will. Somewhere you will. If you hadn't known what it's like to need mercy and get it, somewhere you will. Somewhere in life, you're going to need mercy from God. And you're going to need mercy from man. The attributes of the bride, I believe we're the strongest in doctrine in the land. Sister Ford, I believe if anybody preaches this message, gun barrel straight, it needs to be. We need to be the most willing to say, I'll come. I'll come. Hallelujah. I've read something here before, a little newspaper clipping. I want to read it again tonight. A confused, chaotic, convulsing world, gasping for life and breath, will not be touched by a tame church, mouthing time-worn cliches, pious platitude to affect a dirty world it would take a pure church to infect a sad world it would take a joyous church to rapture an apathetic world it would take a convicted church to challenge a dying world it would take a live church to heal a sick world it would take a well church it will take a church unafraid of cancer unaffected by roadblocks, unflinching in the face of criticism, and unmoved by persecution. It will take a church that dares to dream big, to work long, to pray desperately, to plan carefully, to fight bravely, to storm the gates of hell and evil and lethargy. It will take a church that is unwilling to compromise, more than willing to sacrifice, more than ready to be inconvenienced, more than anxious to risk. It will take a church whose strength is equal to her task, a church claiming all the gifts of the Spirit, all the power available, and all the authority given in the Holy Ghost. It will take a church with godly gusto, prevailing prayer, demonstrative determination, and victorious venture to win this battle. It will take a church that is divinely sent, moving, planning, conquering with the supernatural power of the Holy Ghost. It will take a bride that is willing to say, I will come. There as they make their journey, Nowhere in that word of God did you find where she complained. She ate that dust for 500 miles. It wasn't going to be easy. The servant had already told her. He said, but if you'll endure the journey, if you'll endure the journey, it's going to be worth it all. By her obedience, she was brought into the lineage of Christ. But it was up to her to come. By your obedience to the Word of God, you can be brought into the airship of Christ. 
but it's up to you. It's up to you to come. Hallelujah. There is, as they are probably reaching the end of that journey, I'm sure Sister Moore, she wondered how much longer, how much longer, and I've asked God, how long? How long will you tarry your coming? How long will you tarry your coming? God said there'll be a day that I not only say come, but there's going to be a day that the bride's going to say come quickly. Amen. Can I tell you tonight, if we're not careful, the bride will get so wrapped up in Mesopotamia that they won't want to come out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But there is, she probably wondered days on end, how much longer would the journey be? And all of a sudden, the camels begin to stop. And far in the distance, she sees somebody walking. And the servant comes. And she said, who is that yonder? He said, it's Isaac, the bridegroom. Behold, the bridegroom coming. Said that she came off of that camel. She began to prepare herself. And Isaac looked. And brother, there wasn't no doubt in his mind when he looked who the bride was in that possession. Hallelujah. God's coming back after a church that has not lost its identity. As we stand tonight, God's coming back after a bride that is called by his name. Amen. Amen. If you're here tonight and you don't know the Lord through the baptism of the Holy Ghost, Acts 2.38 says, Repent, be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children, to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call shall call. What is he calling, Brother McCain? He's calling, come. All things are now ready. Come. Come. There might be a few things. There might be just a few things that you need to light down off of your camel, Rebecca. You might need to just fix a few things. The bridegroom is fixing to come. Hallelujah. Who's going to recognize the bride? Christ will. Christ will. There's going to be a marriage supper. And it said that whenever he met her, he took her. Amen. She became his wife. There's going to be a marriage supper. Amen. What's that I hear? What's that I hear? Is that wedding music that I hear? Hallelujah. Is that wedding music that I hear? Are we that near to the end of the journey? Is that wedding music that I hear? The bride needs to prepare herself. Amen. God's coming back after a bride that is without spot or wrinkle or any such thing.
Hallelujah. If you're here tonight and you don't know the Lord through the power of the Holy Ghost, I invite you to come. You don't have to walk out of here tonight the way you come in. If you'd left for God to do something in your life or in your family, in your marriage, you need to come to this altar tonight. Amen. This humble servant of the Master is saying, come. He sent me. He said, go get my son a bride. Would you come? As they say, would you come? If you're here in the church tonight and you want to just come stand around these altars, I didn't come to preach car wrecks to you tonight. I didn't come to preach mounds of clay. I come to preach to you tonight. God's coming. God's coming. He said, go get my son a bride. Would you come? Would you come? Would you come? In Jesus' name. God's talking to some in here tonight. You're not here by accident. Amen. You're not here by accident. Hallelujah. God's already spoke to me. He's pulled me over on the side of the road. And I said, God, what if they don't come? God said, if they're not willing to come, if they're not willing to say yes, you're released. Can I tell you something? When I walk away from here tonight, your blood's not going to be on my hands. Amen. Would you come? Would you come? There's those here tonight you need to get right with God. You know too much. You know too much to miss heaven. You know too much. You know too much to walk out of here lost and undone tonight. You're going to walk back into a world that is full of chaos and confusion. God has tried to bring you into a sanctuary tonight. God has tried to tell you, I want you. The scripture said, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. Amen. God's trying to bring you out of sin. God's trying to bring deliverance to your family, to your house. Is there a Rebecca in the house? Is there somebody that's willing just to come around these altars and lift their hands and their voice and say, yes, Lord. I'll be a yes person to you, God. Whatever you want me to do. God, wherever you want me to go, God, whoever you want me to tell it to, Mission Field America, amen. Bendel Church, God's calling you. God's calling the bride, Bendel. Would you come? Would you come? Jesus, Jesus, I love, I love that precious my Jesus, everything I need is in that name, that name.
salvations in the precious name of Jesus. Oh my, everything I need is in that name. That name. There's power in the name of Jesus. 
thing that I need, I found it in that In the name of Jesus, demons have to flee. Cause his power in the love in the name of Jesus. Sickness has to flee. Everything I do, I do it in the name of Jesus does healing in the name of Jesus. Oh, my Jesus. Everything I do, I do it in that day. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, how I love, I love, I love the precious name of Jesus. Everything I need is in that name. Hallelujah. 